Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I am your host, career coach, and job search ally. People strive to find career happiness, purpose, and satisfaction and yet end up in a career path that does not align with their goals and overall purpose. If you are launching your career or ready for your next career move, this podcast will empower you to pave your path and take the action steps to get you where you need to be. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. I'm Liz Herrera, your host, career coach, and job search ally. I'm a strengths-based career coach and have been in the field of career development for 16 years. And today, I want to share some insight and tips that I have seen early to mid-level professionals implement as they successfully navigate their career journey on their own terms. At some point in our careers, many of us experience a feeling of stagnation. It's that gnawing realization that you're no longer being challenged, uh, that growth seems distant, and that every workday seems to feel very similar to the last. For mid-level professionals who have spent a considerable time in one role or organization, these feelings can be particularly more intense. Some of you may be experiencing that at this very moment. So if you are in, if you are experiencing that at this moment, you are not alone. You know, change is entirely possible. So today I'm going to share eight strategies for a successful career move. Typically, the first thing that job seekers do when entering the job market is they begin with updating their resume. So I don't know if you're if, you, if you're on this boat, right, where you're thinking, okay, I'm ready for that next career move. Let me start with updating my resume. So while that is certainly part of the process, that shouldn't necessarily be the first thing on your list. In my experience, I find that many job seekers looking to work with a career coach that's where they start. Let's start with updating my resume. And one mistake that job seekers often make when launching a job search or making a career move is failing to define a clear goal or direction. So in other words, before diving into the job market, it is essential to define your goals. You need to have a solid understanding of your key strengths, your values, and your aspirations. Without this introspection, what happens is that job seekers then find themselves applying to positions that aren't a good fit, that end up leading into roles that are dissatisfying, you know, down the road. And as you may have already experienced in the past, the job search process can be lengthy. It requires a lot of energy and time, so might as well make it an efficient process, right? So if you are ready to make a career pivot, maybe you're thinking about it, you are ready for that next move, you are ready to take your career to another level, I really want you to think strategically and intentionally so that it increases the likelihood of you landing a job that aligns with your career aspirations and your personal values. So let's dive into 
these eight strategies that I have for you today. So again, it goes without saying that the first step is that self-reflection piece. This is where I always start with any part of the career development process. You always need to begin with self-reflection. So I'm going to just share a few questions that if you want to journal, you can take the time to jot down some, some of these thoughts. This is something that I work with when I'm working with my clients and with my students. And so now this is just a short list of questions that I want you to ask yourself. What values are most important to me in my work? What work-life balance do I seek? What are my greatest strengths and points of marketability? What parts of my current job do I love? What aspects am I not fond of? What are my long-term career goals? Am I seeking a complete change? or just more challenges in my current field and role. Now, these answers will provide a foundation as you start to think about your next move. Again, these are just a few questions to help with having this conversation, you know, with a mentor or a career coach as your situation is very unique and this is only a starting point. But self-reflection is extremely important and something for you to consider any time that you're looking to make any type of career move. Number two, identify any skills gaps. Invest in your professional development and gain new skills. You know that the professional world is changing fast with new tools and technologies. To stay ahead, it's a good idea to continue building and learning a new skill set. When you start researching and thinking about the jobs that you are looking for, the jobs and the roles that you're interested in, look at what skills you might be missing. If you go on LinkedIn and you do a job search, you will see the skills that are associated with that job post. If you have these skills, make sure that you update your profile and make sure that your profile represents these skills. However, for the skills that you do not um, are currently are not currently equipped with, make sure that you consider taking some online courses and you can you can use different types of platforms like Coursera, Udemy, or LinkedIn Learning. You may also consider attending workshops, webinars, industry conferences to really take a deeper dive. There are a ton of free trainings as well. If you follow certain influencers or, you know, people that you aspire to be like, there are a ton of trainings that that you can take and again to build that skill set and just gain some insight into the roles that that you're considering to explore. You may also find that the roles you are considering may require you to finally get that credential that you may be holding off on. Perhaps you can earn a new certification or enroll in a training program. I'll give you an example. I was working with a client that was looking to take on a role, and I'm going to say it, it was it was for a dream company. It was on the top of her list. And as she was looking at some of these roles, she recognized that she was missing a technical skill. And so she didn't want to go into the interview and be asked, 
if she had developed that skill in any way. She wanted to own it and, and say, yeah, she had that experience and she wanted to put it on her resume. So she went on and she did a LinkedIn learning training so that she can claim that she has the skill. So she was able to get that certificate, put it on her LinkedIn profile, put it on her resume, and then be able to talk about it in that job interview. Needless to say, she got the job. And so this is just a small example of taking that proactive approach. And instead of you know thinking like, oh, well, I don't have this, is well, how can you take that ownership and, and identify those skills that are within arm's length that you can that you can take those that step and and again be proactive number three reconnecting and building your network this is probably one of the most daunting parts of our career development and job search process i know it can feel uncomfortable for a number of reasons you don't want to reach out to people you haven't spoken to for a while because you don't want to bother them or you simply just don't feel comfortable asking for help but it's important to know that having these conversations with people in your circle and beyond can be invaluable during this process these individuals can share insight that you had not yet considered think about those you know industries the roles the companies that you're looking to explore now this is the time where you go back to your self-reflection right So thinking about your values, what do you want out of that role, out of that organization? What are your non-negotiables? And when you have this information about you and what you're looking for, right? Because this is a two-way street, then you can frame questions that can speak to what you may or may not be looking for. And again, this helps you, you know, you're gathering information, you're gathering data, You're learning and you can screen, right? Just like the way a company screens a candidate out, you're doing the same thing. You are selecting, you're making choices. So that way when you're really full on this job search, you are putting your energy into companies and roles that really align with what you're looking for. But you have to surround yourself in these circles, connect, build that network, gain visibility, And the way to do that is by joining professional associations. Look through even the job boards within these professional associations. Many times, some of these um, organizations may only post jobs that are specifically tied to your profession, to that particular profession. So keeping that in mind. And when you're connecting with key individuals or people already in these roles, they may be able to give you some of that insight. Like, hey, we tend to post jobs heavily on these job boards or this is the way that we recruit or you know we get a bonus anytime we make a referral so again all that information can really be helpful uh, as you're as you're launching your your job search attend networking events uh, meetups connect with people on linkedin right so there's a lot of low-hanging fruit just making those initial connections turning them into informational interviews attending events but definitely networking is a huge component of this process again it's about the people that you know right they can get you in uh, it, it can get you through the back door uh, is what we like to, to call it the hidden job market number four connect with a mentor i think having that support system is extremely important but you know reconnect with a mentor or connect with a new mentor 
a mentor can provide guidance, they can share experiences, they can offer invaluable advice on navigating professional challenges, especially if you haven't been in that particular level or role. Uh, It could be someone that is working within your current organization. I know I have found amazing mentors within my organization and I've mentored others as well. Or they can be outside, right? External mentors. And they can be part of your uh, transformative experience. Mentors can, they can help you see situations from different angles. They can offer different perspectives. And this will ensure, again, that you are making informed decisions. They can offer resources that maybe you had not, again, yet considered. They can introduce you to professionals in their network. Most importantly, they can brainstorm with you as you set goals and they can offer a level of accountability. Number five, reevaluate your current role. You might be someone that actually enjoys your organization and you're thinking, okay, I'm ready for that next career move, but I'm not quite ready to leave my organization. But you just feel limited in your current position and that's valid that's common and so you might consider even a lateral move right so moves don't always have to be that upward move you might be someone saying like hey i want to do something maybe similar or do a lateral move but i just want to learn new skills we're all different right And, and again this is why we have to define our our own career goals so this allows you to experience uh new challenges without completely starting over and that's okay So if you are able to speak freely with your supervisor, you can ask about potential opportunities. I will never forget a piece of career advice that I learned from a keynote speaker early on in my career. She shared that, you know, she was thriving in her organization, but she always seemed to get passed up for a promotion. So she finally had the courage to bring it up to her supervisor. And her supervisor's response was that she did not know that she was interested in a higher position. And that's because we always assume that our hard work will be recognized and that we're going to be offered that next promotion because of, you know, everything that we've contributed to our roles. And while that can happen, we can't put the fate of our careers into making those assumptions. And that is when I learned the value and the concept of self advocacy and so that was a very powerful message right so we can't assume that others know we have to self-advocate so if you are able to do that and you can have that honest conversation which i hope that you can otherwise that it is a signal that you know you may be considering a a a move and or why you're considering to make that move but i think that we should always be able to have that opportunity to discuss our career growth with with our leaders I, uh, you know, I have had clients that have expressed working in their organization and they have, you know, I had a client that that had that conversation with uh, people in her organization and while we were working and she was, okay, I'm exploring other options in case something doesn't pan out, right? We, we still had a plan in mind. She managed to talk to the right people and she uh, ended up staying in her organization in a different capacity because now she was building a skill set that would essentially set her up 
for that next career move. So this person is already thinking, you know, 10 steps ahead, but she knew that in order to make that ultimate move, she needed more uh, knowledge, more experience in this particular area. So she was able to make a pivot within her organization, just simply having that initial conversation with her supervisor and other uh, key stakeholders, key stakeholders within her organization. I myself have experienced this. You know, I re- this week I celebrated, or this month rather, I celebrated 16 years at my university. I never expected to stay that long at an institution because I am someone that is very goal-oriented and I love learning and I love growth. But I love where I work. And I remember when I first started in career services, you know, I, it did come to a point where I felt like I had outgrown my position. And I realized, well, it's okay for me to stay here. I just need to, I mean, the institution is huge and there's so many departments and areas. And I kept my eyes and ears open. And again, through networking, through involvement, I managed to make a pivot to another part of campus through the west side of campus where I got the opportunity to work with graduate students. And I was able to take a deeper dive into career development from a different perspective and I grew so much as a professional then of course after seven years I was in the same situation where I was feeling like okay I think it's time for that next career move as much as I love where I'm working and I love the students that I'm serving but I I knew that it was time for for that leadership opportunity and while and and when that opportunity did come my way uh, I had to pursue it and it was scary. Uh, I had a lot of self-doubt and uncertainties, but I knew that it was the right move for me. And so now I'm here and I am still learning and there's still so much room for growth, which is something that I value. So I value growth and I value purpose and my value and the type of organization I want to work for. And and right now where I'm at, that meets and checks all those boxes. So I feel like I'm part of that kind of uh, group of you know, grow within if, if that's where, you know, that aligns with your values. Uh, number six, rebrand yourself. So once you know your next move, right, whether it's that leadership role or maybe you are making a shift in industries, you've, you know, you're, you've done some research, you've talked to people, you have a clear understanding of the types of roles you are looking to pursue, now is the time to create and update your brand. You understand your target audience, right? So now you know what your audience is looking for, those skills, those experiences. So this is when you think strategically as how you are going to market yourself. This is the time where you start to update your resume. This is when you start to update that LinkedIn profile, right? So that it speaks to your audience you start to refine your personal pitch when you're talking to people at conferences at job fairs wherever you are networking and of course i have to say with the resume you always want to tailor your resume to every position even if the positions are similar always make sure that the language that is being used in that job posting that it's integrated within your resume so do not make that mistake where you're using that one general resume for every job. I always say I'd rather apply to 10 positions and 
tailor them specifically to the job than send out 100 plus applications using the same resume. I just felt like I, I needed to take this opportunity to emphasize on that point. And so when you're updating your, you know, all, all elements of your professional brand, you are highlighting your skills, your strengths, you are revisiting your accomplishments, your achievements, the value that you have brought to your organizations and, and the contributions you've made uh, in your career. So I love this exercise, not just for the job search, but it's also to remind you of your self-worth and your potential. So rebranding yourself. Number seven, stay open to the unexpected. One of my favorite career development theories is planned happenstance, which I think I talked about earlier. But this is a theory that acknowledges the role of chance in the career decision-making process. The concept suggests that individuals can cultivate valuable and unexpected opportunities by taking actions, by taking risks, even in the face of uncertainty. Sometimes the best opportunities are the ones that we have not yet anticipated. So I really want you to stay open-minded to roles or industries that maybe you have not yet considered. Allow yourself to explore, be curious. And this helps, right, as you are diving into those seminars, those workshops, or even when you're having casual conversations with people that maybe fall outside of your interests. I always feel like every interaction, there's something meaningful. There's some a key takeaway. I don't feel like anything is a waste of time. I think you can leverage every experience. One uh, example that I always like to share is Juan's example. So Juan is my husband. When he was job searching, he had been laid off. And we were, you know, working on every angle, of course. And, and there was a job fair that someone had recommended that he attend. So he goes to this job fair and he went into the job fair and, and it was a, for an edu- edu- educator job fair. And they basically told him, you know, these are mostly all positions for certified teachers. And they said, you can leave your resume in case there's anything else. And he, and he shares this with me. He's like, Liz, you were in my mind. You were in my head. Like, you need to go in regardless, right? So he was looking for more administrative roles, so office management type of positions. So he's, he's like, I walked in, and I'm, I'm walking around, and I see that those roles were, like, crossed off. And so, of course, you know, it's discouraging. And he made his rounds. And as he was about to leave, he decided, no. Liz would say, try again. <laughs> and so he did. And needless to say, in the corner of the venue, there was an organization that had a vacancy. It was a last-minute vacancy they needed to fill for uh, an office administrator position. And he actually interviewed for the position and the spot. And the day of, he he got the job offer. And so he said, you know, I'm so glad that I took a chance and that I walked in, even though they made it easy for me to just say, you know what, leave your resume here. And so I always say, stay open to the unexpected. All right, number eight, act with confidence. Remember, you are in control of your career. Trust in your abilities and your strengths. As hard as that can be, don't second guess yourself. Just as you are ready to take a leap of faith, you're most likely going to experience that those feelings of self-doubt, right, or even paralysis, 
but remind yourself of why you started this process in the first place. Be proactive and don't be afraid to take risks. It's normal to feel fear when you're considering a significant change, but growth often lies beyond our comfort zone. Remember that you are not committing to anything. You're putting yourself out there and you're testing the waters. That can very well be your first step. That is why you are attending things, you're talking to people, so that way you can make informed decisions. Let's remember that career stagnation isn't and shouldn't feel permanent if that is not what you want. With reflection, action, and a dash of courage, you can pivot your career path in a direction that offers growth, satisfaction, renewed enthusiasm. Remember every professional journey has its ebbs and flows. The key is to keep moving forward, even when the path seems uncertain. All right, so that is what I have for you today and I hope that you found a dose of inspiration as you decide to take a leap of faith. I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm also on Instagram at Liz Career Coaching. I love to hear from my listeners and I always enjoy hearing your updates and your progress. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Liz Herrera, your career coach and job search ally.